Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menunos. Ooh, so good. So hot. <laughs> Heel squad. We're coming in hot. Yeah, we are. We uh we're coming in with Neil Horan from One Direction. Niall Fudge. <laughs> we, I really didn't mean to do that. Hilarious. So <laughs> Neil. I like We're Neil. coming in with Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> we love Neil. No, Neil Diamond. I like that too. Oh my Lord. Here we go. Here's the best part, right? When you're right here beside me. Is this from Frozen? It's from Smallfoot. Oh. (laughs) Close enough. Guys, um, I'm looking at a video, and it looks like people that would be on Frozen. It's like snow and snow monsters. Smallfoot. I don't know anything. This, guys, this stuff I don't know. But I do know we are on Better Together. We're here today on this beautiful Monday. (laughs) We have a quote of the day for you that has not nothing to do with Niall Horan <laughs> or One Direction, but we're going to tell you why we came in hot with Niall Horan. That's right. Uh, after the quote of the day. So to heal, you have to get to the root of the wound and kiss it all the way up. That is from Ruby Cower. Kelsey, tell me what you think that means. I think that it means, who did we have on the other week that was talking about, was it Gabby, that you have to get to the root of things? Yes, we know that. But what so, is kissing it all the way up? Oh, mean? that doing the work, you have to love yourself. So that's mm. why I liked it. You have a lot of, we have some great questions from the Heal Squad today. A lot of them, the, well, a lot of them kind of themed self-love, self-value, mm-hmm. you know, self-worth. So <clears throat> I thought that it was very fitting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, listen, we... um you know, Kevin has been playing with this Ask the Manager Monday. Of course, I'm jealous, so I'm asking Maria Monday. Heck yeah. <laughs> Ask Maria Monday featuring Niall Horn. You never know what you're going to get on a Monday, but now we're not shooting video on Monday, which is very exciting mm-hmm. for me because um, I can just sit on the couch with Winnie and uh, and just chill with you guys. So welcome to Better Together, Heel Squad. We we missed you over the weekend. Uh, we came in with Niall Horan for a reason, <laughs> and that's because, because Queen Kelsey mm-hmm. had a run-in with him. So we were just talking about preferences of like, you know, the types of guys we like. <laughs> it was me, Pooja, and Kelsey. I took him for a smoothie yesterday, and uh, and you know, we were chatting all about it. I'm like, Kelsey likes like boys. <laughs> like there are like people like like if. If, you know, if you're into guys, obviously, you like, um, like, I like men, right? And then there's, like, the baby-faced boys. It's just not my thing. But Kelsey <laughs> didn't even realize. She's like, no, I love men. And I go, Kelsey, 
boys. So <laughs> we had this whole discussion yesterday, and then you can tell everybody what happened today yeah. or yesterday. It was kind of funny because I was like, "Not nah, <laughs> Maria. My type is totally like." I like I like the men. I like rugged. And then you guys, <laughs> I'm driving home, and sometimes I forget. I mean, being in this industry for the last what five years, and then living in LA, it's like we see these people all the time. But if you have loved someone for forever, as everyone has been in their boy band phase, right? Niall Horn from One Direction. We love him. We know him. We love him. But do you I'm, love him more than Harry? Because Harry's on your wall in Connecticut. Okay, again, that was something my friend sent me. I didn't ask for that. Okay. So she sent it to me kind of as a joke slash brighten up your wall down there. Mm-hmm. I love them both for different reasons. Okay. But Niall has always been my guy. Okay. Like, I love Niall. And I saw him at uh, Kimmel the other, gosh, in the summer. Anyways, just big fan, big fan. So um, I can't tell like from this video, he seems like baby face, like cutie. He definitely is. Okay. Got oh, it. he definitely is. Okay. Um, but he's Irish. I love Irish too. I love really any European anyways. So driving home, you guys, and I'm coming down about to take a left in front of my house and I feel like someone's staring at me and I look over and <laughs> Niall freaking Horn is staring at me through the window of his white Audi next to me and I about had a heart attack but I was like okay whatever move on so then I get to the next stoplight and we're next to each other again and I look over again and he's staring at me again so it was a huge it was a huge day big moment for me <laughs> I was like what do I do now so Kelsey came in today are. screaming you're gonna die <laughs> and I'm like what and she tells me about Niall and the car and I thought it was gonna culminate with like he rolled his window down and I was like hey I wish <laughs> what's your number you're hot and it didn't happen. But I'm like, Kelsey, you should have made a move. Well, and now we find out he has a girlfriend. So I'm glad you did. Well, I'm unsure. I'm still Googling. Still what do doing we my really research. know? I was really waiting for Maria to be like, oh, let me DM him. I'll hook you up. What am I supposed to do? Because I don't want to be a crazy fangirl through the no, window. No, you did the right thing, I think. Like, because... <laughs> <laughs> just Pooja, for like two cents. jumps right <laughs> in. No, no, no. Because she messaged me yesterday explaining the story. <laughs> I did. And I was freaking out in my car as I pulled into the garage thank god otherwise i probably would have swerved off the road because i would have been so excited <laughs> oh my god and no you did like the totally right thing because obviously <laughs> he's gonna write a song about this and it's gonna be like the stoplight girl or something yes. so then when it comes out soon because like obviously he's writing music he's a musician like then and you that's your time album. to shine right and if you were too crazy fangirl he's like oh like it she's would be like weird. every other girl, like right. she's obsessed. But like you were cool and chill, and you're just kind of like, mm. like I'm like, hey, like hey, like yeah, like you're looking at <laughs> me. Like you didn't look at him. Like he looked at you. Yeah, I think we forget that you're having, like you have the power. Thank you, like, damn you know queen. No, you did the thing. You did the right thing. Pooj, that's a really great analysis. Thank you, you got the power. I yeah. like that. I thought about this probably more than Kelsey. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was hilarious because I was like, oh my gosh, who do I tell? Who do I know that's going to like appreciate this? Not me. Imme- no. <laughs> Immediately I messaged Pooja, guess who I just saw? And her first guess was Harry. And then she, her second guess was Niall. And I was like, see, I knew you were the perfect person to tell this to. Yeah, I love this And stuff. she kept me in check. She was like, yeah, you did everything right. No, you did. You did. <laughs> you did. Thank you, ladies. You I agree. I'm proud Thank of you. Thank you. I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> it was just so it perfectly timed because of our conversation earlier, too. I'm trying to relate, you know, because like I was never crazy about boy bands. I did have New Kids on the Block and I did love New Kids on the Block yeah. and I loved Jonathan Knight. He was my guy. Um, and so, yes, I guess I went through a little bit of a baby face phase for a second, too. I think it's the whole their whole energy. But he wasn't super baby faced. Like like that would have been Joey. One right. direction was just like like he, Jonathan like, was more manly, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it, it I don't know, and Pooja, you can help me with this. It's like if I saw Nile alone and he wasn't part of this band in a bar, I don't think I would be like I'm attra- like attracted to. It's yeah. the whole it's like everything that comes with it. And especially when you love or like grow up, like 
like, yeah, I don't know, right. like almost idolizing in a mm-hmm. way. And so it was more just like, holy cow, I just saw Niall Horn like literally in the flesh. Like that was crazy. Right. And like you, that's like been your guy since forever. <laughs> like your boy bound crush. And like he's. Minus Joe Jonas. Oh, minus my Joe other Jonas. one. Guys, I just got a citizen's report that oh, God. a woman is robbing our target at knife point. <gasps> The one down the street? <laughs> yes. Oh my God, I was there yesterday. Tar- report of woman robbing Target at Knife Point. Police have received an unconfirmed report. Oh my God. They're uh, they're heading there. Anyway. <laughs> That's <laughs> why I don't have that app. It scares me. I have my, um, my phone open because I was going to read that review you sent, which now I can't find. Oh, here we go. Um, but, um, and I saw that, that little thing. Okay. So here's the thing. To me, that's a, that's a only in LA moment. I'm riding Absolutely. down Sunset. Absolutely. Sunset. Were you on Sunset Boulevard? I was on Laurel Canyon. Okay, Laurel Canyon is very <laughs> popular too. I'm riding down Laurel Canyon and I look over and Niall Horan's checking me out. Right. Hashtag only in LA. Only in LA. So I had an only in LA moment recently. I was at a very like trendy hotspot restaurant and which will remain nameless just in case. And we're sitting next to a table where... Uh, a very, very, very successful woman in our business behind the scenes was sitting. And I got up to take a picture with my friends. And as I'm looking in that direction, I'm looking at someone's phone with a big butt, like they're what? almost bare butt facing me. And I'm like, wait, uh, this is so awkward. And you can't take your eyes off of it because they're showing everybody at the table this phone with a butt. Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content, and a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community, or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment, and we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts. That's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. And then I, I sit down and they notice, I go, sorry, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to look. Oh like my it was gosh. just, it was in my face. They're like, oh no, it's Madonna's butt. We're <gasps> trying to figure out what's in it. What? And I'm like, what? So apparently she was on stage and she had these like fishnets on and her bare butt and they were trying to decide if she had like a butt plug in it or something. Oh my God. Which I don't understand because I don't know enough about butt plugs, obviously. So (laughs) I don't know know. what the point, maybe she was having a problem or I don't know, (laughs) but I was like only in LA and it's people who know her oh my god and they're and I, i'm like getting really uncomfortable because i'm like this is like a woman and these are women flashing a woman's butt in public it was really awkward only but i was like in LA. only in freaking la yeah that's it's even more wild too i mean the layer of like they all know her right yes. it's not like me and my friends like look at madonna's butt no like they know her wow that's mm. hilarious. Only in LA. Only it was just LA. like when we went to um, that new little mall right around Christmas time. Oh, yep. Yep. And we went to, what's that f- really expensive? Erewhon. And apparently people pay, was it like $9 for a bottle of water there? Oh, yeah. And I was like, only in LA. Only. <clears throat> and people are obsessed with it. And that's the only place they shop. And it's ridiculous. Queen, you love Erewhon. Oh, God. But I don't shop there. Okay, I so can't you, afford it. Okay. I do enjoy frequenting it. Sometimes I'll get a matcha if I'm okay, feeling but, frisky. But let's be real. The second you can afford it, you're in there. Hell yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. I am still going to be Medford girl who's True. like, can I get the free crystal geyser water from True. someone? Like, do you guys have extra water somewhere? Like, I, that's true. I feel like, <laughs> you know what I would do? I... I'm pretty good because my we grew up this way. My mom was like, all right, if we go to Whole Foods or like somewhere like fancier, it's like you get the good stuff from there. You get the produce, you get this, but like you don't buy the $10 water bottle. So I don't know if I could still even like 
get myself to do that. If even if I could afford it, I might have a heart attack. Yeah. But we'll keep y'all posted on the journey. But I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Oh, my man. dad, when he would do the food shopping here, I used to have to beg him, dad, please, like, can you just get the meat from Whole Foods so yeah. that we know it's organic and yeah. clean? Maria, it's, it's $20 for a piece of meat there and over at the other place is $5. I'm like, dad, I know, but that's why. <laughs> I remember when I was trying to make bone broth in Connecticut with him and he, I was doing the same thing. He's like, are you kidding me? Just get this one. And I was like, Okay, Costa knows best. Yeah. So funny. I mean, here's the deal. My dad's been eating that shit for his whole exactly. life. Exactly. But he did also for 20 years never have meat, right? Growing up, they didn't have meat. They were too poor in the village. And then when he got to America, you know, it was only in the last, I mean, let's say, I don't know, last 30 years that I think the farming industry has gotten as crazy as it's gotten. Maybe it was worse before, but I think it's just gotten worse and worse as greed has gotten worse and worse. Um, So maybe it's not a good barometer, but I don't want to chance it. And I didn't want to chance it with my mom who had cancer. I was like, dad, please, can we get the organic shit? Like (laughs) I have the money. Let's just do it, please. Yeah. He doesn't (laughs) eat that much meat anyways. Like he'll buy it, but he still doesn't eat it. No. He's like, I'm making ribs. I'm like, are you having any? No. Pooja, have you had any only in LA moments yet? Ooh, good question. Not really. I'm trying to think. Are you kidding me? Yes, I can tell you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Last weekend when you're like, I'm going to a TikTok party at Paris <laughs> Hilton's old mansion. How about Thank that? Thank you, Queen. You're welcome. Good yeah. point. But I got moved this weekend, so I didn't actually Still. go. Still. <laughs> Maria goes, I'm sorry, did you say Paris? You're going to Paris Hilton's house? Yeah, no, not her current house. What's so random? I don't know why Paris Hilton keeps popping up in my life, but <laughs> I went to a different one of her old houses, like a like when I first moved here, I don't know, one of my friends just brought me there and it was like this insane, gorgeous view. So I guess that's an LA moment. That's so strange Only because I feel like she's lived in the same house for like many, many years. Maybe everyone's just pretending it's yeah, a maybe house they're lying. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Because I went to her house this summer and she's lived there for a really long time. Hmm. So know. maybe your friends are just liars. Liars. Just liars. <laughs> they could be. I don't know. So funny. But yeah, it's only, there's... Only in L.A. Only in L.A. It's really, really, it's a strange bubble we live in here. It really is. Or how about, I mean, you and I went to that one, that cameo party with all the like TikTokers and it's like only in L.A. or, I mean, TikTok. You guys did, not me, Yeah, yeah, just me Oh my God, I don't remember that. You're like, where was I? No, it's just crazy how, I mean, I think everywhere in the world those people are put on pedestals, but like here it was like, oh my God. You know, Paula Abdul is coming and X, Y, and Z TikToker. I'm like, right. okay. Oh, you know oh, what? Okay. A lot of, I feel like my more LA moments are my friends, because a lot of them are musicians. They work with like really cool people, mm-hmm. like like Harry Styles or like Rihanna or like all these really, really cool people. So honestly, I live my LA moments to them because they'll be like, Jesse was in the studio today. And I'm like, who? And they're like, Frank Ocean. I'm like, what? So <laughs> I kind of live it through them. But yeah, I'm waiting for my Niall Horan horn moment. I didn't, I didn't get that. You should just get in the car with Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, yeah of course. We didn't carpool that one day. Kelsey's going to be driving up in now Laurel Canyon forever now. Absolutely. <laughs> it's going to be like no other route, just Laurel Canyon. Just Laurel, that's yeah. it. She's going to camp out there with binoculars. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm going to put my freaking, my beach chair on the corner. <laughs> oh my God. You know what's so funny is when I used to have people visit here and there I just knew where to take them so that they could have a celebrity spotting so I remember um I think it was my cousin Julie came out to visit I'm like where do I take her where do I take her at that time Fred Siegel on Melrose was like such a hot spot it might still be I don't know it is yeah so I took her to lunch there and we saw the Olsen twins Oh my God. I was like, hey now. Hey go. <laughs> the one that we always go to if I have our friends in town is Alfred's on Melrose. Oh, you always see someone. Really? Always. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I took my dad and <laughs> we saw, she's not even that big, but we saw one of the chicks from like, like CSI Miami or something like that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He was very excited. I was like, okay, cool. Well, that's kind of a Doug show, I feel like. Yes. A hundred percent. It was. It was perfect for him. Yeah. Perfect. That's so funny. Yeah, LA's um it's funny. It's a funny place to live. It is because a because it's like a bigger high school where every all the popular kids live. 
You're so right. <laughs> it's just so weird. But yeah. a lot of them were not popular in high school, which is the funny thing. Mm. Like, none of us were really popular. Like, I was known. Like, it's a weird thing to, to say, but I wasn't popular because I was like a nerd. That's so funny. I've never, like, you've never talked about this. I'm so curious. It, it's <clears> like everyone knew who you were. Yeah. But you didn't. Yeah. That was me too. I wasn't popular. My school was so small. It was literally 80 kids. And I've been with them since I was... 80 kids, period? Per grade. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I was like, oh. <laughs> And oh, I yeah. was there since I was three. And so... Mm. So you guys are all super tight. I mean, no, not necessarily. But um, everyone, it wasn't... Everyone just kind of knew who everyone knew was. There's like a thousand Meredith. kids. I feel like school. you grew up like Meredith. Yeah. Because Meredith mm. grew up in like a nice area in Chicago. And they all are friends from like the time they were one years old one year old and all of her friends are like, you know, successful in different parts of like the world, different parts of what mm-hmm. they do. But, um, they all came from like nice families and, um, and yeah, I feel yeah. like it was like similar. I feel like you're like a different kind of Meredith. Yeah. yeah. The first gen Meredith. First, first gen, gen no, Meredith. You're so, you're so right. Yeah. Now. That's yeah. true. Like oh, a lot of my good friend, best friends are from when I was young, like super young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they kind of grew up sense. with them. Mm-hmm. And that was like, it was good to have Meredith in my life because Meredith grew up wealthy. Her dad discovered Oprah. And so yeah. Meredith has pictures. She was Oprah's first guest. Oh my God. Who's just like, what? my mouth just dropped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I think we grew up a little different, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's wild. That's so cool. But she, well, different, I mean, different circumstances, but different, the same kind of like. Yeah. No, idea. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And, um, her dad discovered Oprah. And so Meredith has pictures of her with Oprah from when she was little. And, um, she was around the business. And when you grow up with some affluence, you carry yourself differently. Mm. You have a different self-worth. Um, and, 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 you know, it's just, it's just different. Right. So I needed her more of her in my life. I think people come into your life at different points because you need some of them and they need some of you. And we don't realize that sometimes. Um, that's That's why it's good to have different kind of people in your life. So Meredith came into my life. I was living in the sketchiest part of LA. (laughs) I crawled into this house, terrified. And she lived in a three bedroom, I think three bedroom, Beverly Hills apartment, driving a Beamer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, how does my assistant have a, have a place that's bigger than mine? Mare's bags. Forget even just that. Like (laughs) she was like, she was just like living a better life. And I was on TV. I was like, wait, how is this happening? Like, I don't know. My assistant is doing better than me. My assistant drives a better car than me. My assistant has a bigger place than me. Something here is a little messed up. But what was great is where I was scared of authority, scared of standing up for myself or whatever. She was like, she would literally at 20 years old, walk in and tell my boss, no, Maria's not doing that. Oh my God. And they would respect her. Wow. When you're on the go 24 seven, like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials. It's been my go-to for so many years and having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. It's crazy. I mean, yes, yeah, she could also fall back on the fact that her dad was the president of ABC. And they were all like, they all respect other people who have power, right? Yeah. Power respects power. So I have no power. My parents were janitors. We don't have any power. Right. <laughs> so right. Um, you're just pleasing. So you can. So I'm taught yeah. to be a good girl mm-hmm. and not cause any trouble, which also translated to don't stand up for yourself. Mm. 
And so, but men can stand up. Like my dad could stand up for himself. My dad could fight if he had to or whatever. Don't worry. I'm dealing with all of this in therapy with Brian. <laughs> um, no, it's so true though. I had a very intense session this morning where mm. I was able to punch people in the face <gasps> in the imaginary realm. Oh, I love that. <laughs> He's that, like, nice. We're, yeah. It's so funny you say that. And I'm sorry I'm interrupting you. It just came into my mind the other day when I was in therapy. Um, she has me like try and do some of the same things, but I can't do it without smiling. Like, mm-hmm. I, and she's like, that yep. is your, yeah, that's your guard. Like yeah. you can't, it's so interesting. So it's so funny you say that. Yeah. The same thing. Yeah. We're taught to be good girls. We're taught not to cause any problems. We're taught to just smile through everything. Yeah. And so, you know, I said, I'm like, people would be cruel, unusual, whatever. And I had to smile through it mm. um, because you're afraid of retaliation. You're afraid of what they could do to you. Um, and so you just, you don't know how to do that. But Meredith did. Meredith was like, no, she's not doing that. I love it. And I was like, oh my God, I'd, I'd be sitting there scared. I was on TV. I was a star. <laughs> and she's my assistant. It's so wild. And she had balls of steel. But guess who needed some of those? You. Me. Mm-hmm. And she's still like that to this day. Mm-hmm. I have another friend who works in the industry. And he was shocked that this other person in the industry who does what he does wanted to be friends with him. And he's like, oh, my God. I'll just say, like, you know, Kevin. Kevin likes me and, like, he wants to be friends. Like, Kevin's like a huge diva, right? Huge diva. Like when I say bougie, diva, whatever. And, and I said, you know, you're going to see he needs a little bit of your humility and you might need a little of his like confidence, right? Some of it's feigned fake confidence that he carries himself with so that people will respect him because he's afraid he won't. Um, and it's so funny how the tides have turned. And here's this person who was like, you know, who's super successful and and my friend looked up to. And now he's asking him for advice saying, everybody loves you. You have all the top clients. Wow. What am I doing wrong? And this is somebody who would never be able to do that, like Mm. ever. And I said, he really needed you. So there's always going to be people in your life that have something you don't have. And they're usually there for a reason. Yeah. To give you a little bit of that. Teach you a lesson. I mean, I keep bringing it back, but this really stuck with me from Aaron Faulkner's episode about Mm -hmm. friends that you don't want friends like, you don't want them all the same. You don't want them all thinking the same. Mm -hmm. And it's sometimes, like you said, Marie, it's the ones that you maybe not necessarily would always seek Mm -hmm. that you want in your life because they're going to, you know, push you in different ways than your other friends who are all the same would. Yeah. Alyssa. Alyssa and I are very different, but we both need each other. She needs a little bit of, you know, me and I need a little bit of her. So it's, um, it's interesting when you really start to pay attention to it. It is. What, when do you think, like, did you know back then that you needed Meredith? Oh, yes. The second she was like my, she, she was like my manager at 20 years old. (laughs) I was like, I, she would drop a bomb and I'd be like in the corner hiding. Are they going to yell at me? Am I fired? Because Meredith just said I'm not doing something. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It was really funny. I love Um, that though. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. But yeah, LA is just like a big high school of (laughs) kids that weren't, weren't really popular back then, but blossom late. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. um, it's the best to blossom light. Gosh, and it's so small. It's yeah. so, so yeah. small. So, um, and at the end of the day, everybody's just, <clears throat> they're all just people. Right. Niall's just driving in his car, going to where he's got to go, trying to go get a smoothie on. Go, mm-hmm. He's going to work. His work just seems more glamorous, but it comes with a lot of sacrifice and a lot of high stakes and oh, yeah. a lot of other stuff. I was guiding a friend of ours yesterday who was like, you know, I gave my 20s and 30s to this company and, you know, I just don't want to end up, you know, blah, blah, blah at at the end of the day and whatever. And I said, listen, we're really blessed that we were able 
to do this. I said, giving your twenties and thirties, like everybody has to give their twenties and thirties to somebody, <laughs> you know what I mean? Whether mm-hmm. it's fidelity right. or, you know, mass general hospital, whatever, everyone's <laughs> sacrificing and doing their thing. I said, but we're getting to do it at the top tier where then we can get out. So we're giving a little bit more cause we're doing our 18, 20 hour days and we're doing it around the clock, seven days a week. I said, but we will be able to have our freedom in a different way faster than other people. So it's just the journey you want to take. Do you want the nine to five? Do you want to, you know, work harder now, easy later? Do you want to have, you know, a balance? Okay. It might take you a little longer to get to where you want to be, or you might just have like a certain level you go to. It's like all different. I said, but we were blessed because some people don't have an incredible talent that will take them to these places that are very unique. And so... It's, uh, it's, it's, you know, there's gives and takes to everything, but he's just going off and doing his thing and, and, and living his day. And, you know, most of them want to have the life of someone else, someone who doesn't have to do all of that. Cause Mm -hmm. once you have it, it's funny, like the friend I was advising yesterday, I said, only someone who's in it can wish they were out of it. Ooh. And so we all get there where we're overwhelmed, we're exhausted, we're just like, I want, I just want to like wake up and like, you know, smell the grass and the coffee and like be a normal person and work normal hours. And it's like, well, even just being able to say that is a privilege. Mm, Good point. Because not everybody gets to do what we do. Yeah. And everybody always wants what everybody else has. You have blonde hair, you want brown. I want blonde hair because I have brown. You have blue eyes, green eyes, you want brown eyes. I want brown, I have brown eyes, I want green eyes. You're a star, I want to be a star. It's like everybody wants what everybody else has, which is why the world can be so challenging to live in because we all are just chasing after, you know, what everyone else has rather than being content with what we have and not owning what you have. Yeah. And that's why great quotes like comparison is the thief of joy exist because, you know, it's, it's really hard, but I know what it's like when you're on the other side and you have now gotten everything you want and you're like, Oh, maybe this isn't enough. You're like, I'm tired now. Yeah. But it also is a privilege, right? Because then you, it's hard now, easy later. So, you know, I worked my little Greek butt off and that I did all the things that you're supposed to do, save and whatever. And now I can make my adjustments the way I want to make them. You know, if I want to retire tomorrow and live like Kevin's mom and, you know, right. Have a simple life. I can, you can. And I think that's cool, but you know, not everybody gets to do that. You know, Maria, this kind of goes into one of the questions from our heel squad, which Lindsay wants to know, you know, what's your best advice for achieving your dreams? I think listen to the Jay Glazer episode. Yeah. Um, I think it's work harder than everybody else. I did do the, when you're sleeping, I'm working. When people were sleeping, I was writing my books. And when people were having, you know, their you know, Malibu excursions on the weekends, I was working. And when people were going on vacations, I was working. When people were going to their, you know, friends' weddings or baptisms or this or that, I was working. I really, really, really knew that the only way to win was you got to hustle and you got to work harder than everybody else. And you got to be willing to do the things nobody else wants to do. Work the hours nobody else wants to work. Push yourself to limits you didn't even know you could. Look at Tom Brady. Why is he the greatest NFL player of all time? Because he pushed himself to lengths that nobody else would. When other guys are in their off season, he's never in an off season. He's calibrating his body, his health, his mental health, everything. He is trying to be an elite athlete 24-7, 365 days a year. That's why he won as big as he did. But it takes a lot 
a lot of growing pains. How many times am I telling you guys, hey, we're clicking into the next level? Yeah. So now we have to reassess. We have to fix. We're going to have a meeting this today, actually. Is it today? Tomorrow. We're going to be meeting tomorrow where we're going to sit down and say, okay, what can come off the plate? What can we replace it? How can we do things better, more efficiently? Because, you know, the kettle's starting to run hot. But that's a growth pain. That means that we're doing right, the right things. Right. Right? We're pushing ourselves. But you can't grow without pushing yourself. You can't succeed without pushing yourself. Don't tell me there's any successful person on this planet that didn't sacrifice, work long hours, work harder than everyone else, didn't do all the fun stuff. It's just, I've never found one. Mm -hmm. I've never found one. Unless they're being bankrolled by their parents. Right. That's a different story. So if you can be bankrolled by your parents forever <laughs> and you're okay with that, yeah. well, okay, you might have an easier time, but the rest of the world doesn't operate like that. So you gotta, you gotta put the time in, you gotta put the work in, um, and you gotta be willing to, when you hit those checkpoints where you want to quit or you're exhausted, you need to have those check-ins where you're like, okay, is this still what I want? Yes. Okay well, what could I do better? How could I do this a little smarter? And you make your little adjustments mm. and then you go back on, on, on the, on the trail. It's like a race car, right? goes around, 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 around. Eventually has to make a pit stop. They fix a few things and then they go back. I love that. Nothing I, worth yeah. it is, is going to be easy. And, and then you won't be able to sustain it if it was. So what about, you know, I know we've talked in this last week, we talked on Patreon kind of about, um, you need to be able to pause for, you know, the breakthroughs to come. Mm -hmm. So how do you, how do you balance that? How do you balance the hustle, but then also the, you know, giving yourself enough time and space to have the awareness, to have the clarity, to have the breakthroughs, or is that like different stages? I think it's different stages. I think if you're just new at this, it's not like your pause could be, a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. It could be a 10 minute pause in your days so that you can just reset and recalibrate. I think that's important for everybody. Um, but you know, I, when I was in the thick of it for, let's say 18 solid years, 20 years, whatever, cause I'm coming up on 25. Yeah. Let's say 18 years of solid. I, I mean, that's me doing quick math, but it's <laughs> probably more. Um, I wasn't seeing friends. I was going to sleep. Any chance I had, it wasn't about going out and partying or whatever. It was sleep. And so, although there was a moment during Dancing with the Stars where we went out a couple times, but that was because of like, we needed a bond. But um, everything was work. It was a networking event or something like that. Everything was work. I wasn't, you know... I didn't have like my posse of friends that I always had to see and that had all these like, um, you know, pressures on me where it's like, oh my God, we do our dinners every week. There's just no, you can't do that when you're trying to win. It's too hard. Yeah. So. um, Did you ever feel lonely? Yes. Yeah. But again, that's part of the sacrifice. You can't have it all, all the time. Mm -hmm. There are going to be shifts, right? And so... You, you know, you can't win unless you give everything you have and more. I like that. That's it. You got to give it everything you have if you really want to win. So, um, I don't know any other way and I've not seen any other way. I don't think Madonna got there because she, she worked nine to five. Right. And I mean, in her industry, you can't work nine to five. I'm not poo-pooing on nine to fivers. My mom was one of them. So everybody has different dreams. If you want to win in those ways, and it doesn't mean just the entertainment industry. If you want to be a doctor, I'm sorry, you're going to have to sacrifice and you're going to be on call. I mean, Pooja, you know this probably more than anything, watching your parents, right? Yeah, absolutely. Or even like, you know, any cousins that I have that are like in med school that I haven't seen in like literally two years. Yeah. <laughs> just because like they have like what, like 10 days off and you can't even take it like consecutively. It's it's just, it's it's crazy. But but yeah, I think it's just in, in any industry, it's, it's give and take and you have to decide what you're willing to give and what you're willing 
to to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. So... Maria, this one's more of a rolling down my questions. I wanted to get to this one because someone just lost their mom January 14th. Mm. Um, And she's wondering, and I know you've talked about it before, but how you navigate the awful heartache and, you know, what you do on those days where you're really, really down. If you have any tips you could share. Um, I let it out. Um, I think that it's so important when you're mourning to really just give yourself the time to mourn. And I think at first it's like counterintuitive because we're always like, well, how do I avoid this? Right. Or, you know, I can't let this just take over, but it might take over more if you don't let it out and it's going to do so much more harm. So this is your time to mourn and to let it out and feel it. And, um, and so don't be afraid of that. I mean, that's what I did. I really just, I remember I was here and I was alone and it was double-edged sword. Kevin was back East with my dad and they were renovating and I was here alone. So part of it was great that I was alone because I could really process everything. But then I was also alone in my worst, like saddest moments, Right. but it is what it is. Um, you do what you got to do. I'd rather me be alone than my dad be alone. So, um, but I just, I walked around the house in shock and in disbelief. I'd be talking to her. I had a photo of her. I have a photo of her in my kitchen so I can see her every day. Um, I'd cry. I'd do my therapy. Um, Yeah. I mean, yesterday I was looking at videos of her when we were in Connecticut and I'm like, my God, we got her there. It was like the end of January. And by early, even mid-February, she was already fading. She was already barely talking. Yeah. She didn't pass till May 2nd. And I can't believe how quickly we were losing her. And I didn't know. Because mm-hmm. I was, I mean, I knew, but I didn't really know the way I see it now. Um, so... It's, uh, it's wild, but I I didn't cry last night when I was seeing the videos. Oh, interesting. Which was interesting. Sometimes it just like, it knocks me off my feet. But that is something, and I've said this before, I really do admire about you because I'm working on <laughs> feeling my feelings and mm-hmm. allowing myself to feel and you're really good at <clears> it. <throat> and I think that that's, like you said, you have to, you have to. Yeah. 
because it, otherwise it just bottles all up inside you, manifests in other ways or explodes at other times. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm. you got to just let yourself feel everything and, and, uh, yeah, there's no, <clears throat> there's no way around it. Yeah. Well, I have a, a shift to kind of a silly question, which I wanted to address because it made me laugh. <laughs> Someone <laughs> actually asked, um, if you've ever sneezed on air, <laughs> and I would like you to recall some of your funniest um, moments on air. <laughs> uh, well, I thought I was going to puke on air <gasps> a bunch when I used to do the Today Show. No way. Yeah, because I used to travel to New York. And I couldn't sleep when I'd get there. By the time I'd get there, because I'd have to get there after sh- after the show or whatever, it would be 1 a.m. by the time I was, like, getting into bed. And I'd have to be up at 4, 4-ish. Oof, God. But I didn't know then. So I took an Ambien. And so there was a brief moment where I took it, someone suggested. And not only was it just a nightmare to wake up, it was a low dose, so it wasn't that bad, but... Um, I would be like nauseous and throwing up before I'd be going to the Today Show. Oh my god! And I didn't know why. And then I figured it out fast. I was like, oh, I can't do that. Um, but I used to have like little bags in the couch next to me and Al Roker. I'm like, just in case. Oh. Um, but um, I I can work sick. It's not like it. It's not like I'm not in pain. But I've I've been able to override sometimes in those moments. Um, but, uh, I'm sure I have sneezed. I can't remember. (laughs) I've always been scared of the hiccups because the hiccups are really strange. And it happened recently on someone's podcast and they go, Oh my God, you actually say hiccup when you hiccup. Oh my God. You kind of do. Yeah. And I was like, I never noticed that, but yeah, I have weird noises. What can I say? (laughs) We love them. (laughs) That's hilarious. But someone here I see asked if we harbor anger for a long time, how do we release it? Yes. And it's interesting because that was like my therapy this morning. And mm. so um, I, uh, I'm i assuming it's a, a a female woman that is suggesting this because yes. I'm learning in therapy that we are not allowed to be angry as women. And as I was getting to the bottom of it this morning, I was just saying, well, my dad always said I had to be classy. And so if someone, you know, was inappropriate with me, I, I would just be shocked. I didn't know how to handle it. And then later I'm like, why didn't I punch that person in the face? Which obviously I don't want to really punch somebody in the face, but I was like, why didn't I say something? Why didn't I do something? And I would get so mad at myself instead of being mad at them because there was just no other way. I didn't know how, right? Like I was giving him the example. I was on a tram in DC going to wherever the other part of the airport was. And it was packed. And I had this bad feeling about this guy who started standing in front of me. And so I'm looking out the window behind me to avoid any kind of eye contact with him because he's basically on top of me. It was like a sardine situation and I'm sitting. And so he starts talking and I'm like, how do I know he's talking to me and not all the other people in here? And then I'm ignoring, right? And I'm looking out the window and he punches me in the shoulder. He's like, hey, I'm talking to you. Oh, my God. And I was saying to my therapist this morning, to Brian, I go, I could have kicked him right in the nuts. He was right there. I could have punched him in the nuts. Obviously, I'm not going to do that. I'm terrified of what he's going to do to me. And he's now hovering over me. So I just kind of looked at him and was just like in shock. And and then just kind of like, you know, listened to whatever he had to say and just, you know whatever. Then we got to like our location, but people have like taken such liberties and I've never known how to respond or react in those moments because you're trained that if you do react or respond, you're a hysterical woman. Um, you know, and, and we're just not supposed to. So I've never been someone who's been able to say, Hey, don't talk to me like that. I just kind of laugh. I'll laugh it off or, um, I'll just escape or whatever. But there are so many people who, when he said, he's like, okay, so if you could, um, in this imaginary realm, punch anybody in the face, what, you know, who, who would it be? And so I was like, 
oh, there's way too many. <laughs> and he goes, I've had other patients. He goes, and I tell them, line them up. And so I lined them up and I was like, Popeye, I ate my spinach and I just started freaking smashing people. No way. <laughs> yes. I love it. That was my therapy this morning. And he's like, and nothing bad happened. I go, well, yeah, in the real world, bad things would happen if I did that. <clears throat> but it's about kind of removing that from like, if you have if your buckets overfilled with just anger from resentment of people who've crossed your boundaries, because that's what happens when people cross your boundaries, you build resentment. And you kind of just empty that barrel because you don't have to hold that anymore because you've now ripped some hair out of some people's heads. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. So close your eyes and <clears throat> punch them. Close your eyes, friends. And go on a fiesta. Just take <laughs> everybody down. Do whatever makes you feel good and let it out. And mm. then he's like, now throughout the day, start to think of what's new, what's different, what, what you're feeling. Do you feel a release? And, uh, and so, hey, I'm, I'm in real time doing it. Did you feel a release <clears throat> after you did it? Yeah. Well, at first I was feeling bad because I'm like, oh, I don't want to hurt anybody. That's not who I am. Mm. But they had it coming. They had it coming. <laughs> um, I love that song in it's Chicago. A great song. Yeah, we'll have to go out with that one. Ooh. But um, but yeah, I was like, okay, well, it's imaginary, and they definitely a lot of these people really railed into me many, 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 many times. So let's just have a little fun, and uh, maybe the next time someone does it, I'll be able to stand up for myself in a in a better way. Um, I know I was coaching somebody else recently and I was like, no, you got to have the line in your back pocket. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you have to have the line in your back pocket ready because people used to always catch me off guard and I didn't know what to say. And also when you're in this industry, you don't want to be blackballed. You don't want people to not want to work with you. You don't want people to think you're difficult. So you just have to, to, to make it. And to survive in my time meant you had to take it all, suck it up, and just keep going, right? Now, things are being handled a lot differently. I don't know officially because I'm not on the end dealing with it because now I'm here with you guys. And it's a lot safer here. Which we are also very <clears throat> grateful for. Very grateful. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, it's, uh, you know, it's just a different kind of thing, but it's... I lost my train of thought, but we... we uh, giving advice about having the line in your back pocket. Oh, yeah, yeah, thank you. You have to have a line in your back pocket where it's like, you're making me really uncomfortable. It's the easiest one to have. You're making me really uncomfortable. And then when they like, because they're going to challenge you, right? They're going to have feel defensive because right. they might, their shame might trigger or whatever. Um, just say, please don't talk like that in front of me or please don't talk to me like that or, or please, I, I don't want to engage in this conversation um, or just double down and be like, like I said, you're just making me feel very uncomfortable. Ooh, that like make, give me <clears throat> stomach knots to even think about that. Yeah. But it's not that scary. You've told a story. You've used that before, right? I don't remember right now. Mm. I do know that there was a moment <clears throat> where I had been bullied so badly at a job and the nasty EP brought in like the bigger, bigger person mm. <clears throat> the higher executive that really was the one who brought me in. And so the nasty EP was like, well, maybe this isn't the right place for you. And I finally grew a pair and I go, yeah, well, maybe it isn't. Ooh. 
And that's when they all backed down and got scared because I had brought up ratings like 34, 37%. I can't remember. There were two jobs where I brought ratings up and it was each one of those numbers. And after that, it was like, hmm, okay. And they backed down? Yes. All bullies back down when you stand up for yourself. So guess what? Mm. We all have to help each other learn how to stand up for ourselves. Pooja, are you good at standing up to bullies? Yeah, I'm a, I would say I'm actually pretty good. She Queen. Is, she is. See, did yeah. I call it? She's like Meredith. I'm actually pretty good. She is. <clears throat> so teach us. <laughs> yeah, teach us. I don't Pooja. know. My I'm mom not. was always just like, if someone's mean, you just be mean back. Like, I don't. Be mean back? She's, well, just like <laughs> give it back to them. She's like, she's like, why do you have to just sit there and be scared? Like, and my grandpa was big on that. He was always like, if they can treat you like that, like, give it back to them and then they'll stop. Like, because my grandpa, he. He was also a janitor when he first came here and um, he had to deal with a lot of like racism, you know, Mm. in in Canada and Florida and, you know, back then. And so he was always kind of getting like stomped all over. And he was like, I literally have an engineering degree back in India, but like I'm here, obviously I'm not getting any of those jobs. And it was kind of like your parents, you just got to survive. So he was like, no, my daughters aren't getting talked to like that. My granddaughters or grandkids aren't getting talked to like that. So he always instilled that in us and he was like you're just as strong like if someone else is doing that to you you're just as strong why are they any better than you to talk to you like that so just give it back to them and and so I I think I was kind of lucky that way Mm -hmm. but um but it's still scary like that's not to say I'm not scared (laughs) when I do it like I'm not like I I like I'm terrified conflict is like my least favorite thing in the world um but but I think it's just the mentality of being like like they're the ones doing something wrong. So like, why are we feeling bad about defending ourselves? Yes. Mm. You know, like where yeah. we shouldn't feel sorry to stand up for ourselves or to be like, that's not okay to say to me or yeah. like, that's not, that's not a correct way to treat anyone. But like, I'm not going to let you do that to me. Like, like who, like, who are you? Like, mm-hmm. I don't care if you're like a big star or big, whoever, like it can be anyone. Right. And like, obviously there's like limits. You're not going to be rude. But you can respectfully, like you said, Maria, just be like, that's just not that's I don't I don't accept that you're talking to me that way. So I'm going to remove myself from this conversation. And I feel like when you kind of say it politely and you're not you're not giving it back, like in a super frustrated, angry Mm -hmm. way, it kind of sets it takes them aback. They they're like, oh, what? Like, yeah, like, how are you so mature about about this? Like, it kind of shocks them. Mm-hmm. And just like you did when it was with, with the people who were being nasty to you. And you're like, okay, maybe I will leave. And they're like, oh, shit. Like, they're like, oh, wait. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> that oh, didn't wait. work. Right, right. We can't just be bully her anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. she's going to say that for herself. So I think it's just the mentality of being like, you're not doing anything wrong. And like you said, we're programmed as women to be like, you're acting crazy. Like you're acting like a hysterical, mm-hmm. yeah. a hysterical, like crazy, like hormonal woman, you know, that stupid line. Everyone always says like, are you on your <laughs> period? And I'm like, shut up. Like, no, no. you're just making me <laughs> upset yep. and annoyed. And so I'm speaking up and I'm sorry, you're not used to that, but you're going to have to get used to it. Yeah. I love what you said. It's in, this is what Kevin says to me too. He's like, we didn't do anything wrong. Right. You did. So why are we in that position? Do you know how often I've been in the position where they actually make me feel like I did something wrong? Oh, I gaslight you. And gaslight you. I didn't know that word back in my day, Mm. but all I did was get gaslit in my own home, at work, of course, because it's just the pattern that continues. Everything starts at home, guys. (laughs) And then it just continues on. New faces. I always say you just take the faces Hmm. the people when you were growing up and put them on your new places so you know i may now be your mom you may look at me kelsey whatever traumas your mom put you through i'm making this up obviously right 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 you're just putting her face on me now Mm -hmm. and now that pattern is repeating and it's almost like we elicit that response it's it's a crazy thing once you start getting into this stuff but, um, but yeah, you have to remember you didn't do anything wrong. And, um, and that's that. Do you have any advice for like how to deal with gaslighting? Cause that's something that I, it's hard. Yeah. Like I think everyone just struggles with that. Yeah. Um, I think we should get somebody on the show to help us with it. Yeah. Because if you guys are feeling like that, I mean, I feel like that I'm in therapy over all the gaslighting I've had to endure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <clears throat> And I think, so. too, as we go into, <laughs> at least I feel this with um, 
Well, and like friends too, in relationships. I was gonna say as we go into Valentine's Day, and we have two really um, cool relationship people coming on. I think a lot of us feel gaslit in relationships, mm-hmm. so I think that that would be a really cool topic. And yeah, expert. So I'm gonna look into that. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe I think Dr. Laura Berman's coming on. She might be really good at that. Ah, make a note to talk <clears> to her about it. Yeah, ask her. It's a great idea. Great idea. Yeah. Well, Maria, this was fun. Thanks. Ask Maria Mondays. Ask Maria Mondays. Tell me what you like better. Ask the manager Mondays or ask Maria Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> Throw up a poll on Instagram and really, really, um, really find out. Yeah, I like that. And we will go out with, hey, how'd it come? Oh, that's right. Hey, how'd it come? I put it, it's a seven minute long song. So let's hope I pick the right part. I did pick the right part. Yes, yes Queen. Cows. He only Himself to blame. If you'd have seen, if you'd have seen it, I bet you you would have done the same. Oh, such a good song! I really wish I went and did Chicago. You were going to? Yes, they asked me to be in it. You're and I freaking took kidding me! Stop instead. it! What? That's so cool. <clears throat> That's so cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Chicago's so good. <clears throat> Don't listen to my phlegmy voice right now. I can actually do this really well. I'm oh, sure you can. <coughs> if you haven't seen this movie, I'm not a big musical person. But Chicago? So good. And he did. So I took the shotgun off the wall and fired two warning shots into his head. Had it coming. So good. They had it coming, everybody. <laughs> All the assholes on your ride. They had it coming. Punch them all in the face in the imaginal, imaginary realm. <laughs> that is what we're all going to do today, everyone. Today, your homework assignment, Heel Squad. Punch them all in the face. I met Ezekiel, and he gaslit me. He gaslit me every single day at work. And then one day, I took the gun, and I popped him right in the kisser. He had it coming. So good. Were you going to be one of these ladies? I. They actually told me I could play either Roxy or... Um, what was the other one? Catherine Zeta-Jones' role. Oh, I was going to do Roxy because you know? it's more fun. So freaking But I really cool. live for Queen Latifah's songs. This whole movie. I mean, everything. Yeah. I sang and... You know, some guys just can't hold so their good. Dead. Um, I, I performed as if I was in this movie for like years after seeing this. I would run around the house singing it and dancing it and performing it. And then I was on Broadway... I did a small stint in the show, and that's when they heard me singing it backstage. And then they called me and said, "Would you like to do it?" No and I was way! Like, Heck yeah. Wow! Yeah, that's crazy. So cool. This is actually a better song than we thought. Hill Squad. These are women who really took the power back. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not advocating for murder. <laughs> but let's get powerful. Amen. I loved this. Oh. When you get to watch the video and you get to see the dancing, it's beautiful. And then I snapped his neck and I kill him. Not <laughs> guilty. <laughs> Here's potentially you. Catherine Zeta Jones was friggin' unbelievable. So good. I wish you guys could see Winnie's face. She's also really enjoying this. And we run out of ice, so I go out to get some. I come back, open the door, and there's Veronica and Charlie doing number 17, the spread eagle. Well, I was in such a state of shock. I completely blacked out. I can't remember a thing. I can't remember. 
remember a thing either. It wasn't until later, <laughs> when I was washing the blood off my hands, I even knew they were dead. He had it coming. He had it coming. <laughs> this is amazing. I'm going to watch so this tonight. Good. Oh, my so God. Good. I'm feeling power in my body, guys. Yes. Let's just discuss that I have this whole therapy session this morning about this, and now I'm inspired to murder. I'm kidding. <laughs> they had it coming. All the assholes on your ride. God, we should all watch this this weekend. Yeah, what a good movie. Guys, okay, that's it. Listen, if you are not inspired to go into the imaginary realm today, thank you, Brian Mahan, our trauma expert. You can go back and listen to him. And go beat the shit out of all the demons on your ride. And then watch Chicago. Or watch Chicago first to have the power. Because mm. it was kind of hard, I gotta say. I don't want to punch people in the face. No. I don't want to hurt anybody. But I did. I'm proud of you. <laughs> you inspired me. I'm telling you. I couldn't do it the other day. Yeah. I, I couldn't stop smiling. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to go watch this and be inspired. Yep. They all had it coming, everybody. We didn't do anything wrong. They did. Let's fuck them up. <laughs> oh, this is so fun. <laughs> I'm so watching this. I'm hosting a screening tonight. Anybody's invited. <laughs> we'll start it early and we will do it. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being with us as always. We don't want to hurt anybody, but we won't let them hurt us either. How about that? Boom. We will end Boom. on that. Be nice people. Make good choices. Watch Chicago. Get inspired and be present. Hey, Heal Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.